Oh, oh, I can show you what I got in the mail. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. Oh, you see in the top what would it be left on my screen? I got a an Animal Crossing bandana. On oh, top right. Oh, top right. Uh, yeah. Whoa, that's cool. Because I and it has all the like the the leaves on it. Because I looked at um, like you get those Nintendo reward points. Yeah. And I had like you know a thousand silver points, and I have I have like eight hundred gold points, which is eight dollars. But the silver points, I don't even know how I got them. But they were like there was stuff you could get with them, and and one was the Animal Crossing bandana shipped to your house, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna do that one. And I think it that's was, cool. I think it was like eight hundred or a thousand points, but I, I I used all my silver silver coins to get it. I think that's worth. Oh, it's totally worth because I don't know what else I would have used them on. Right, like I, I have no clue what to use mine on. Yeah, the gold ones are obviously pretty easy. Whenever you're purchasing something, you can just, it's like a discount. Yeah, deduct it, yeah. But yeah, the silver ones, it's usually like, oh, you can get a wallpaper for your screen. I'm like, oh, but I could just search that on Google. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's really cool bandana. I've been thinking. That is I, cool bandana. I, I love to wear bandanas. I know you do. That's why I brought it up. I have lots of hair, so I was I was considering sometime soon maybe start playing Animal Crossing again because obviously I haven't played it in quite some time. I played it not too long ago. Yeah, because I remember by that I mean yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty recent. <laughs> I, I remember like there would just be you know you get into certain phases. And I, I remember I got into one maybe senior year of high school. I, I can't remember the exact time. But I just played a bunch of New Leaf on my 3DS. I I must okay. have I must have put in maybe a hundred or so hours within a month or two. Jeez. So I know well, you're the kind of like gamer who like hops on a game and then just like plays it to death. And yeah. then I don't know, do you come back to the games ever? Not usually. It, no, it, like it, New it, Leaf. Did you ever come back to New Leaf after that that crazy binge? I would sometimes go back to it. I yeah, usually when I get a game, I play it, I beat it, whatever, and then yeah, I usually just forget about. It. Other than the occasional online games that we play on together, but right, <laughs> yeah, usually like when I buy a big game like that, I, I just play it once, and then call it call it good. There are other. I, I do play a couple dungeon crawler games on my Switch, like a Binding of Isaac or, or one called Akane, and I'll just get on and do a round of that every now and then. But those those are kind of different. Have you mastered Binding of Isaac yet? I wouldn't say mastered. I I uh, I'm pretty good at the game, but I'm not I'm not some professional. I I know there's people who who know like what every item does. And I'll still get items every now and then and be like, oh, this looks cool. I'll just grab this one and then I'll be like some downgrade. And I'm, I'm just really upset afterwards that I downgraded my character. That's funny. It's like, God dang it. Ah, not that again. Harder. <laughs> no, the game's more difficult. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, do like. That's, that's roguelike. So it's one and done. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love roguelike, roguelike games, though. They're a lot of fun. I've been playing. Uh, I think I told you about it. Monster Sanctuary. Yeah, you've, you've, you and Ben have both been playing that. I didn't play today, but I probably will. It's it's a fun game, mm -hmm. very fun game. Is it? It's like it's kind of like Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, so turn-based fighting. Also like Pokemon. 
it's turn-based fighting. Um, nice thing is like, like in Pokemon, how at the end of the fight, your Pokemon still have the status conditions. They still have like like poison, or they're still paralyzed or frozen. Their PP goes down. Their mana like. Which is very annoying. Down, their HP's down. Because Super then you, you then you have to go, to go back Poke to the center. you have to go to the Poke Center and heal them up, and then Nurse Joy wants you to just keep on coming back. Am I right, Connor? <laughs> Fuck Nurse Joy. We hope to see you again. That's so evil. That is very guy. evil, though. When you do when you do look at it, saying we hope That's to see so you again. I, I hope your Pokemon get beaten up again so they can come back and I can heal them. <laughs> I will never understand Nurse, Nurse Nurse's Joy hospitality. It is like. A double-edged sword, right there. Oh, it's so it double-edged. It sounds it's, nice, but it uh, it's it like cuts deep. it's like lawful evil. She is just. <laughs> it is lawful evil, very much so. I uh, this game, Monster Sanctuary, like that's negated. Like you don't have to go. So after each fight, it like resets. Or... Yeah, that's really cool. I think. And you can lose a fight. You can just lose a fight, and then it's fine. It's not like you black out and go somewhere. Oh, you that's just cool. Get lost. Yeah, and then you just keep on going. <laughs> yeah, that saves a lot of time, really. Uh huh. And, and you know, speaking yeah. of, I guess Pokemon or Nintendo, they just they just announced Super Super Mario World, like actual real life Super Mario. World. I was watching that in Japan. In Japan, yeah, yeah. A theme park. It's like Disneyland, but for Mario. But for Mario, and it, it looks so cool. It, it, it looked cool it looked okay it, I mean, it looked, it looked i think i think for a first attempt at a mario theme park by nintendo it does look really cool there's obviously a right. lot more room for improvement i think because i i looked at this take take uh harry potter world that universal when that right. when that first opened up i don't think it was really there was some cool stuff but over the years, it's actually become really, really awesome. The rides have gotten it has a lot gotten better. better over the years, and I think a big part of that, I think a part of yeah, it's the rides. Yeah, it's it's like having rides. Were there any? Were there many rides in the Nintendo Land? The only one, watch the, the only one stream. I remember is the Mario Kart one. Okay, that's like the only one that really stood out to me. Yeah, they they don't have many rides, but the thing is, there's a lot of potential with with different rides you can do with Nintendo's license of all the games they have made. There's just True. there's a ton of possibilities. So I think in a over over a couple of years they will probably improve a lot on their theme park. And hopefully I, I you know, Nintendo make one in America. I wouldn't mind that. Put put one <laughs> somewhere in 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 Ohio maybe. I heard that's the hot spot. Man, if they put it in freaking Orlando, I'm going to be pissed. I feel like that's where they would put it though too. In a swamp? That's like it, it doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't make hurricanes. sense. Hurricanes. I don't get. Yeah, the the climate in Florida is not stable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cedar okay. Point. Cedar Point had it down. I can tell you that much. Most they're in Ohio because they're in Ohio. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Nintendo theme park did look really cool. Just I I just like to see it in reality. I I, I always thought it was a cool yeah. idea. It would definitely be like a. But I don't. Know. I I I don't. I don't I've see that. So used to par theme parks like that. That is yeah. just like. Mm -hmm. I don't see that theme park being more than a two day visit. Yeah, because it, it was pretty small, and I, I seriously don't think there is a ton to do. I went to Universal. Right, that mm -hmm. was a one day visit for me. Universal, it was literally a. 
it was a Harry Potter land. And Harry, that was it. Yeah. Universal was about, I could go two to three days there. And the other, the other problem with Universal is their, so their rides really rely on visual effects and you wear these 3D glasses and really just doing a day of those kind of rides does, right. does give you quite the headache. So, yeah. I, so it does, once you get to day two and uh, day three, you really start to not, it, it just, you don't enjoy the rides as much because visually it just hurts your head. Yeah. Well, with Disney, they use a lot of just practical, you know, puppets and. Wait, so you're saying you got to put on, because, okay, so whenever I went to Universal, I had a back injury and just <laughs> rides weren't. Like it didn't work for me because it hurt. Oh like, yeah, that the, does not sound like a lot of fun. Oh yeah, there's um, a lot of G force in the in those rides too. Like I turning. I went on the Hulk ride. The I went on the Hulk ride. Hulk ride is crazy. It's crazy that. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, it's it's a but lot of fun. Then the other rides. Yeah, I I remember like, I was with my friend and they were like. Yeah, you have to put on like these 3D glasses and shit. And I was wearing my glasses. That's like, the other thing. Ah. Wearing your glasses to that theme park is a big like it's terrible because Huge I remember disadvantage. Because I I usually when I go on vacations I usually wear my glasses because those are more reliable than my contacts. Right. And so I was at Universal with my glasses and the the one day because I bring my contacts with me but I didn't wear them so the first day I wore my glasses and all these rides I had to put 3D glasses over my glasses and I know we've talked about this before on the pain of just putting other pairs of glasses over your current pair mm -hmm. not a fun time so I did wear contacts no. the second day but yeah yeah Universal and and Nintendo Land are, are only a couple of day visits while Disney pfft, I mean with, with four what, different things yeah with what they got you can spend quite some time there. Yeah, uh, Hollywood Studios was kind of mad, but Hollywood it, Studios is a little bit of a shorter day for sure. Well, now they, they have Star Wars. Yeah, place, they have new stuff, which I haven't Star, seen yet. I don't know if Star Wars is open yet. Is it? I believe it is. Ah, and I'm sure they're just going to keep on expanding the Star Wars place now that the Mandalorian has reignited interest in the in the whole franchise. Yeah, good job, I, Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau. <laughs> The two writers of the show, because I I would say, after the the trilogy that they did the Skywalker final sequel trilogy, I'd say by the last one people were kind of just done with Star Wars. I was for really? sure. Yeah, I was just at that point I was like, okay, it's a joke. And then Mandalorian came around, and you're like, okay, all right, Mando. So I, I think it has reignited a lot of interest in Star Wars, and I think those shows are going to do a good job. All the new ones that they're going to come out with. We'll see. We'll we will see. see. We will see. It, it It definitely depends on execution. I think Mandalorian did a good job, but obviously everything else has to live now, too. Man, I think when I was younger, I was more about it. I don't I know think, if that's an age thing. I, I think it's I part part age, age thing, because I also, I also think when you were younger, you did get all the... like. You, you, you gotta admit this. The Star Wars toys were some of the coolest. Oh, yeah. The lightsabers. The lightsabers or the Legos or the, the video games mm -hmm. were super cool. And oh, yeah. obviously, I don't get really any of those anymore. I, I do. I will. You don't get Legos anymore? You kidding me, the, Paul? Well, I got the last set I got was a year ago, and I'm, I probably won't get any anytime soon. I've kind of I, I, I topped up. I topped up. I topped off my collection because because the last last set I got was the largest Lego set ever made. 
it's the it's the ultimate collector series millennium falcon and i was now i felt now like you need to get the smallest ever made i felt like that was a good just one you know a good conclusion to my collection paul if that's the last lego set you get i will be disappointed in you okay <laughs> i mean I, i'm just saying i i can I'm say this saying. much because uh, the thing is like legos and and you know a lot of stuff coloring or or whatever it, there it's like therapy it's a, it's a kind of therapy so i do see my or like a stress therapy anxiety therapy so i do okay. see myself in the future probably getting legos again but okay. but i don't not not this year or or probably the next or and so forth i see yeah yeah but but now now that we've we've uh, talked for about 10, 10, 11, 12 minutes, I think it's time for the for the intro music, uh, produced by by Kudo. Go Take check him. Away, go Kudo. check him out. He's on Spotify. K U D O. He's wearing an umbrella in his picture. Is he? Uh, yeah, he like is. Like an umbrella umbrella hat. Yeah, it's really cool. Go check him out. Thanks for the thanks for the theme. Here it is. So, so we we were talking about earlier about coloring and drawing and and all that, all that jazz. Yes. <laughs> and yes. and you you tend to to doodle and draw during recordings and uh, on your spare time. Yes. I I just kind of wanted to talk about it for a little bit. What what is it that you usually find yourself drawing? My drawings are absolutely atrocious um do you awful. do you oh. even do you even here here's i guess the question do you even think about what you're drawing or are you just whatever's coming to you that's what you're putting down on the paper sometimes i think about it like i i think about faces sometimes but it never really goes beyond that mm -hmm. usually it's just like pencil being weird and like going in some direction making shapes and lines yeah, like shapes, lines, and stuff. Um, I can take some like screenshots of stuff that I've done and send them to you. Mm -hmm. And I can put if, those. Uh, I can put them in the show notes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and yeah, and, right now I'm, I'm just I don't know shapes. Yeah, just for the listeners' sake, he is drawing right now on his on his I notebook. I, I just want to point that out. I am. I usually do it on my iPad, but you know I don't have an Apple Pencil, so I've been using. Mm -hmm um friends of mine's apple pencil like my roommate has one but they're not here the they apple pencil is one of the best drawing pens for for te in tech uh in the tech area i believe it's so nice it's very nice it's so beautiful i've i i, I write poems with that freaking pencil yeah the apple did a really good job with that i i think the ipads are really good other than obviously like getting a drawing tablet specifically i think ipads are very good drawing tablets mainstream yeah drawing tablets they, they do a good job for sure they are for 100 percent they are oh yeah good job apple on that good job, at least apple. you know in in my sense like well i know um like my girlfriend's an animator so she uses she uses hers to like write and draw and stuff and make animate 
a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I use more mine more so for writing um, poetry and just journaling in general. Yeah. And it's nice because you get that sensation of drawing and you can actually like give it give it some like different characters. Like there are different pens available and stuff. Okay. And by that, I mean like the marking. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So there's like one that's like a crayon. There's one that's like a colored pencil. There's one that's like um, a highlighter, one that's mm-hmm. like a paintbrush. You know, all, all these you get different a variety. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can diff- get different apps too that like really work well with them. I I just use the plain ass notes app, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I uh, the the one app that I I hear a lot about is I think it's called Procreate. That's a that's okay. a big drawing app on on the iPad. I know there's a bunch of them on there. I know there's like big name stuff like Photoshop's on there, and right. so so definitely they they have attracted a lot of different people or, or companies to to import their their apps onto onto the ipad which is really cool it is but yeah and and i do think for like taking notes you know having having a device and i always i always thought taking notes on a tablet would be a lot more convenient because you never run out of paper right but obviously but obviously typing doesn't leave the same impact as writing does and and i'm sure i'm sure there are studies out there i can't name any of them but even even your middle school, high school teachers would tell you to just write something down on repeat. You know, for spelling spelling bees or whatever they were spelling tests, you would just write the word True. continuously to remember it. There's something something True. that writing does for you for the brain. It's it's some weird connection. Not only writing but reading and different like fonts. I, I was reading about um, uh, I was reading this paper. It was called the Badass Librarians of Timbuktu, I believe. Okay, that's um, a really cool title. <laughs> yeah, it is a cool title. Uh, and they talked about Timbuktu had the oldest library, like the first library um, that we would recognize as a library. And uh, the librarians there would like write in different calligraphy styles. And they and in the paper it talked about how like this different calligraphy they they like measured it and it would have different impacts upon the reader. So that like is... depending, so it's like you know transfer that today. It's like whatever font you have, kind of like changes how you view. Yeah, yeah. Because like you take the material, you look at let's say the fonts, the the very common ones like Arial or Times New Roman. Those are looked at right. as more professional fonts. Yeah, Calibri. Yeah, yeah, Calibri. And then oh. I mean I'm just gonna go to the complete opposite other side of the spectrum. You take something like Comic Sans. Yeah, that's the one. That's the Comic one Sans the ones people usually talk about. It's like the joke font. Right, yeah. but then there are other ones like the freaking like cursive font. Yeah, right? yeah. It, no one no one types using the cursive No one font. does. No one does. And it's, yeah. I And I always, that's actually such an interesting thing, you know, realizing that, yeah, those different fonts definitely impact how the reader perceives what's written. Right. That just makes me really, really curious. I, I, I want to maybe look into that later. I'm just like, well, what? think about it. Open. You got a bookshelf right next to you. If I you do. just go and you like, you look at the fonts in the books, they're different. Like, I mean, they if are. You, if you're looking at a series, they're probably the same. But like, yeah, like, you know, Folger Shakespeare library is going to have a different font than 
um like hank green's new book like it's a hundred percent like different genres have different books like different certain genres have you know certain styles that you usually see over and over again just kind of like that have been kind Mm -hmm. of paired with that style what are you what are your findings there paul oh i was i was looking at uh i looked at les mis okay i i also looked at book three of of uh Oh, it's I think it's what the Kane Chronicles. So it's the Serp, Serpent mm. Shadow, and they were they were definitely a little different. I'm trying to find like something that I think would be really really drastically different. I mean, I obviously have like graphic novels, which always have a different different font. Almost right. You know, you'll find different fonts per character in those. Right. Well, yeah, and poetry is big. Poetry is really like- big on fonts. Yeah because it changes it changes things like how big the f- words are it has a different it impacts people differently and then also like in books one example you might see is like you know say there's a flashback in the book they might make all the font italics make it like italicized yeah yeah or even like from character to character or just like time periods like from like if if the if the character's reading from a newspaper it'll change the font and that's how you mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah, you definitely get um, a bunch Harry, of different. Harry Potter does that. You get a I'm bunch of different sure. fonts in, in newspapers as well. I'm looking mm-hmm. uh, at this graphic novel right now. You know it, The Adventure Zone. Yeah. And yeah. they do something really cool, where they'll color certain words different different colors. So like some words would be red, to give it more mm-hmm. like this this punch. And that's another another really cool thing with, you know, using colors in your writing. Yeah, and I'm sure that's used in. I I don't I think I may have seen it a couple times in poetry. Using, I've seen it plenty I, of times. I've definitely seen it. I've definitely seen it a couple times. But yeah, that's that is I think such an awesome thing how you can make these slight changes to just how a word's written, whether it's the looks or the color, and it can be perceived completely different then. One letter I absolutely hate in cursive is Z. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what the hell it's doing. Like and I've tried. Z I've been is, trying it, and, while I'm writing is to find like a better way to write Z, and I can't find. And one the other all. thing, the other thing one. with Z and cursive is that there are different. You, you, for most of the cursive letters, it's pretty straightforward, I think. But right. with Z, I have found people writing the letter Z in cursive in multiple different ways. It's like we can all agree on every letter before Z, but when it comes to Z, it looks completely different for different people. Dude, I don't even know. Z Z looks like a Y. Like, there's no difference. Yeah, there is a difference, but like, like, it's it's one like little loop instead of a dash. It's it's a weird. It's this weird loop. Yeah, yeah. Z is Z is a. It's, it's so. Yeah. So, do you know? Some people have handwriting where, <clears throat> especially when they write in cursive all of the letters look the same like their e's look the same oh i've i've seen like images of their, just their really these look like they're everything like it it's so hard to tell like f's look like t's it's like mm-hmm. what, what are you doing yeah, yeah um and someone who's really bad at this is your sister meg is really? absolutely awful i'm calling you out meg on the podcast i don't your really look at her atrocious <laughs> i don't really i, I, I look at it after if, this if it comes if it comes across your mind like just like hey ask her to see see something that she's written and holy crap meg really i need to look at it's this it's so now. hard 
it it's so hard to read Meg's writing. Another, I think another uh, really uh, now that we're on the topic of cursive, another thing that I notice is in terms of age. So I think my parents' cursive or our grandmother's cursive are completely different from the cursive that I write in terms mm-hmm. of how it looks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I, I think that's a, another interesting thing. A I generational don't, cursive. Yeah, generational cursive. I know my... And obviously now it's Because kinda, I've written so much, I, I feel like it's had... I've kind of developed my own style. Oh, I'm sure mine, you... Mine yeah. is actually really similar to Aunt Huh. My my cursive is I've realized. Well I know what I know what Aunt Marianne's cursive looks like, so I can picture I, that. Mine's my mine uh it echoes definitely echoes that. Mm-hmm. She has had very cool handwriting. Her very handwriting cool is very handwriting. cool. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Shout out Aunt Marianne. There we go. <laughs> yeah, um, like that's some good ass cursive. But yeah, and it's I mean now I think I'm I believe that schools are phasing it out elementary schools really i'm I'm quite certain because we just type instead yeah i'm quite <laughs> i'm quite certain that's the case i wouldn't be surprised like honestly i don't see hmm that's interesting yeah uh anyway anyway do do we want to get interesting i don't know what my opinion about that is I'm not yeah sure. i yeah i i think yeah getting rid of cursive that's such a i feel like yeah, it's it's an interesting thing because I, I, me personally, I feel like it's kind of not essential, but I think it's a good thing to know. I think it's good to know. Yeah, but then again, I do understand. I do understand why they're getting rid of it. So, because yeah. obviously we're. I, don't know. I I I have a um all, inclination. All I gotta uh, say, maybe not inclination. I I just have a certain certain uh what's it called what's the word i'm looking for i have an affinity towards the arts and i feel like cursive is a part of that. it's i think cursive is an art in its own but yeah all i gotta say is when we can read the declaration of independence and all of you you young younglings growing up can't that's on you man i don't know if i can even read the declaration <laughs> declaration is actually very hard to read that cursive is crazy yeah they 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 change stuff like you said, generation. generational. Generational, yeah. That's that's a good that's a good amount of time in between then and now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we got two mm-hmm. Reddit questions today. Okay, cool. You We're go just for it? now getting to Reddit questions. It's, hey, we take our time <laughs> on this show. We take our time. <laughs> we take our so, time. So, so the first one, the first one's asked by user Purple Elephant, and here's their question. Thanks, purple Elephant. Thank you. Purple I'm coloring elephant. in purple right now. Well. Just for you, purple elephant. The stars have aligned. Speaking <laughs> of the twenty-first, the stars are aligning, or like the planets are aligning, or some shit. Have you heard that? No. No. The twenty-first of December. Isn't it just like Mars? Or I thought it was just like two planets, Jar- Jupiter and Mars, or something. I don't know. Or they is it? Say, or is it some new kind of record? Whenever it comes to like planets' positions and stuff, everyone likes to hype it up. Yeah. But, uh, apparently, yeah. this one's the biggest one yet. Yeah, I remember because it's it's almost like every couple of months you get, oh, this planet's going to be the brightest it ever has been, and it's going to only happen in 25 years. And then, you know, four months later, oh, this planet is doing this crazy thing. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I don't want to, like, you know. I think it's all really cool, though. Have their, have 
their thing. I know? think astronomy is really cool, though. I took it in college, so that was the time. Astronomy is cool. I'm, mm, I, I, I have opinions about astrology, but we don't have to get Oh, yeah, astrology it. is a whole different thing. My professor told me straight up, he told the whole class, if you guys are taking astrology, you are not allowed to take this class. That's what he said when we took oh astronomy. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That's yeah, hilarious. it's so funny. Yeah, astrology is a lot of... Uh, it's it's a lot of mumbo jumbo, as one would say. Anyway, astrology. astrology. Yeah, astrology. Anyway, Purple Elephant <clears throat> said, asks their question is, what do you say when someone knocks on the bathroom door? Mm-hmm. And I'm for this scenario, I'm thinking bathroom stalls, public. Right. It's like a public public, public door. Yeah, public public stall door. The biggest issue with this that I've come across is that I don't know if they can hear me, right? That is a yes. Because uh, it's like, what do you say? Like, oh, one minute. And what if it's not a minute? <laughs> like, uh, what if I'm I don't know what my internal system is doing. So it's going to be a little bit more than a minute. And I <laughs> yeah. can tell you that. I will tell you that much. I will say this, first off, because scenarios, uh, the scenario is very important. It's a lot worse if there's only one stall. Oh yeah. Now if or like if you're in a gas station when there's only like one literal bathroom. Oh, that's even worse when it's a single bathroom and you're going in there to yeah. do your business and you're like yeah. you sit down and then you realize oh this is gonna be a while and then the line yeah. starts forming. Mm-hmm. I I find normally for for bathrooms that have over I'd say three stalls and someone knocks on my door I usually just don't say anything. It, it really. To me, I'm thinking, door's locked, it's shut, clearly someone's in there, that's someone's me. Okay. Right? I, I don't feel yeah. I don't feel a need to, to give a response in that particular situation. Man, I always want to say something. And, and well, that's, whenever, that's like, the, the words that come to my mind are just a minute. Or like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. never the best response. And see, Car, this is why... <laughs> Purple Elephant is asking this question. We need to determine what you say. What's the go-to well, response to when you get knocked on the, the stall door? I I don't think I don't I don't think what you say is important because like I said, you might not be able to hear them. It's the tone of voice in which you say. That is true. Cuz you don't want to sound So it all... just needs to be like a yeah, like like. I, hey, I always get into this like right whenever people ask me that it's like my voice doesn't know how to act like my voice doesn't know. What it's voice it's is being anymore. startled. You don't know like in the moment. Oh, right. OK, what's what's right. going to come like, out of my mouth? And then I'm obsessing over words and the words don't matter because they're not going to hear the words anyway. So I might as well just say like like uh, periwinkles like periwinkles are pooping out of my my bottom and uh i I don't know like even if i said something like that it would come out in this like sheepish very awkward voice yeah 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 (laughs) and uh so we need to become confident poopers confident poopers we need confident poopers in the world and so our response so so yeah word the word doesn't matter whatever you say it doesn't matter just mm-hmm. make sure you say it with some, some with some gusto. Yeah, yeah, with some. Yeah, you gotta. Ah, I'm pooping here. 
Occupied. Occupied. That's what actually, that is what I like to say is occupied. Occupied. It's a very, very formidably, formidably. Yeah. Occupied. Like occupied. Busy. <laughs> busy. Busy. Wizzy. Busy. Wizzy. Am I in this fizzy? No, no. Don't. Say, what about? Don't what about? Say busy. Just a say really, occupied. What about just a really loud cough? You know, you hear the. Ah no no. <laughs> No, no, coughing's bad. Ta coughing is taboo in these times, Paul. Okay, yeah, you're right. In these times, not the greatest. Which brings up a point. Um, I am never, ever going to be on my phone in a public restroom again. Connor, I thought you said you don't bring your phone to the restroom anyway. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't. But I, I need to emphasize the fact that I realize that people are going to bring their phones and things to the bathroom. That's true. I understand that. Mm -hmm. No matter what, people are going to do that. But please save that for home. And, the, you know, this is a good point because if you're on your phone, you're going to be taking a longer time in the bathroom. That's inevitable. Yeah. If you, if you I, I aren't can... on your phone and you're in the bathroom, then you get bored and you leave. If you're on your phone in the bathroom, then you're like, might as well stay and poop yeah. a little bit more yeah, out. Well... There is no one. There is absolutely no one who goes to the toilet, sits down, gets on their phone, and the minute they finish their their, their, their business, they just get off their phone and get up. No way. Right. No way. Yeah, that's that's hard to it's hard to believe. I, I, I remember um you know my a cousin of mine, he he would always say uh you know, TikTok changed a five minute poop to a thirty minute poop. Yep. And I was like, you know, that that's the that's the temptation. And that the, a, the thing with that, because I phone has. I'm not going to lie, I have spent time on the toilet before because of my phone. And every time, like I like the moment that I get up finally off the toilet, I I just this this realization comes some into my head of what were you just doing? Why? Right. Why did you spend so much time just sitting on this this thing on your phone? Is like porcelain throne, man. Porcelain throne. Porcelain throne. Uh, on top of the world. On top of the world. But yeah, I if think we could just sit naked on any seat. I think this would be fixed. <laughs> it's the sensation of being naked while sitting down. Uh. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. How, how often? How many minutes a day are you naked? Uh, checking your watch. Ten. <laughs> well, yeah, I was. I don't know why day. I was looking at my watch like I have some naked timer on my watch. <laughs> I'd say like ten to fifteen minutes. Ten to fifteen minutes, and that's just what while changing while getting ready to shower yeah. or like while bathing yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we just got a normalized naked time got a normalized time. naked time get mm -hmm. naked more often get naked more often but yeah i think yeah. i think we've come we both kind of came to the conclusion the word doesn't matter it's just the tone make sure you get the right tone, the tone. Mm -hmm. get yeah. your point across get your point across that you're you're still going at it with the tone yep. and and they'll be great Say whatever you want, yep. though. It doesn't. Well, don't make it like. Don't say anything rude. But yeah, don't be. Don't be a nub nub. Yeah, don't be a nub nub. Anyway, you got a second Reddit question. I do got for the us? second Reddit question. Uh, this this one is asked by user, uh, Copy Man. Copy Man. Copy Man. Oh, Copy Man! Thanks, Copy Man. Thank you, Copy Man, and. They ask, 
what is the best Christmas movie and why? You know, kind of this movie, it's tis the season, right? We need to give mm-hmm. the audience that perfect Christmas movie to watch with the family on Christmas Day. Now, I I always argue. Now, just just to get this kind of out out in the air. I'm necess- I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Christmas movies or Christmas music. I'm you know, I'm just not. And call me call me the Grinch, I don't know. But but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy a good Christmas movie. First thing first, Home Alone, I think it's overplayed. I don't think it's even close. I I I just don't think Home Alone at this point in time, maybe in a couple and years. This is this is Home Alone three you're talking about? No, 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 the first Home Alone, Connor. Oh, first Home Alone. Connor, I didn't even Home Alone's are there. There's the there's the two with Kevin Kevin McHale, McCall no not Kevin McHale, Macaulay Culkin. And then there's a third and a fourth that I've never seen and I don't plan on watching. I'm not saying that they're bad movies. I'm just saying they are definitely not the best because of how overplayed they are, I think. I don't get how it even freaking happened. How did, how, how did that? Yeah, the how, logic does not hold up in the fact that they don't have their kid and everything. It I, really I doesn't. Know. You would not forget your kid. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It really doesn't. I don't know. We're not parents, Paul. We're not parents. That so is true. We don't know. That is true, Connor. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm just going to roll Home Alone out for all you Home Alone fans. Now, another movie, we actually watched this this recently around, around Thanksgiving time, was Die Hard. A lot of people will say Die, Die Hard. Die Hard? A lot of people will say Die That's Hard. That's a Christmas movie? Of course it's a Christmas movie. See, Connor, you're one of, a lot of people say it's not, but it is. It takes place on Christmas Eve into Christmas Day morning. There's Christmas okay. trees. There's Christmas music in the background. Most definitely okay. a Christmas movie. I just wanted to get that out there. I want people to know that it's a Christmas movie, that it's an option. I don't think it's the best, but I, I just want people to realize Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So don't don't feel don't feel afraid when the fam's like, hey, what Christmas movie should we watch tonight? Don't feel afraid to say Die Hard. All right? But now kind of But would you say it's the best? Here's the thing. In terms of action, 100% the best Christmas movie. Die Hard is a great action movie. And it's a great Christmas movie. So those two combined, it's the best action Christmas movie. Okay. But best overall Christmas movie, no. I do not think so. Okay, okay. So Let's now see. now I guess the problem is, Connor, what is the best Christmas movie? Well, I, uh, I'd i have to say Charlie Brown Christmas. I, I, I Charlie Brown Christmas I think about it is fantastic. Charlie Brown. You know what? I think that's the one that kind of like holds up the best in my mind. Now that you say that, because I I kind of was thinking some of those old animated ones. Uh, I think like a year without Santa Claus or the the Ru- Rudolph one. Uh, I also oh yeah the claymation. It, yeah, yeah, those ones were really. I think those ones are very good. I think they're top tier. But now that you say Charlie Brown Christmas is really good. It's not too long, and I I said this to my sister the other day. I think the album Charlie Brown Christmas album is one of the best Christmas albums hand down, hands down. I think we talked about this like last we week. We totally did talk about this last week. Yeah. Just the music alone is amazing and the the film is also really enjoyable. How about that, man? Like like they pretty much turned it's like they dropped an album. They're like this is Christmas music. Yeah, it's Christmas music. Christmas music. It's nothing, nothing particularly is Christmassy about the music. Yeah, no, not at all. But this was during a time when Christmas music wasn't necessarily like locked in as a specific genre, so they could have done that. 
because I think it was what sixty sixty eight or or fifty eight uh, when did we totally mm. talk we totally talked about this last time too. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Now, now you you say Christmas <clears throat> movies. I'm thinking Christmas specials. Sixty five. It came out in sixty five. Okay, Christmas specials. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's it's visual media. That is true. Visual media. Um, and I'm thinking Garfield, the Garfield Christmas special. The Garfield special. Christmas special. I don't know if it's a movie, but it is a Christmas. It's a Christmas short, maybe. Yeah, oh, short, yo. Christmas short is, I Do think, you, the appropriate term. That one. I don't know, because it has, like, the thing that we say every year is, like, do you want to do chores first, eat breakfast, or open presents? And we're all like, open presents! Yeah, every yeah. Year we, we say that. Uh, uh, also, do you remember, I don't think there are any words in this, in any words in this movie, but it's about a snowman. It's not Frosty the Snowman. It's about, like, this, it's a snowman movie. There's a snowman movie. It's a snowman. Snowman movie. Yeah, yeah. You never heard snowman movie. I it's a a book maybe. Maybe it's a. I probably have seen it. I'm not gonna lie. Another another like thing that that comes into mind in terms of Christmas special is the the uh, Star Wars the Star Wars Christmas special that I've never seen. Because George Lucas bought all the bought all the tapes and burnt them all. I don't know if it's good. People say it's bad, but maybe that's just the media. Am I right, Connor? It's the snowman. The snowman. The snowman. Okay, let me look it up. It's the snowman. It was in uh, 1982. I okay, swear I see you've it. seen this. I have seen it. Oh, that one's so good. It's so oh my good. gosh, it's so good. It's twenty I don't even minutes. Remember what it's about? It's twenty minutes on oh, YouTube. It's amazing. You can just look up the Snowman full version HD on YouTube and you get it. That one's actually really well, it's, good. It's, it's three bucks. It's three bucks. Oh, I'm seeing that. It's, it's free, but it's on Tubi. But yeah, Snowman. That one actually is really good. I agree. <laughs> it's so uh, the Snowman. The Snowman. The question is. I guess. Yeah, this is Snowman the best Christmas special. Uh, you know, Snowman's good. You know, I think Doctor Who every year they come in. They do really this. good. They have done really good Christmas specials. But Connor, here's the question: Charlie Brown Christmas is only thirty minutes. Oh, still a film? Is it still like a Christmas movie, or is it a Christmas special, a Christmas short? That's. I feel like it's more of a short. I think it's a Christmas special. special. So Charlie Brown Christmas is the best Christmas special. Then we got to go back to the first question, Connor. What's the best Christmas movie? I don't know. Snowman movie might be the snowman. Snowman's only twenty minutes, Connor. You can't. No, but I mean it's a. Oops. Oh, I put that in the wrong in the wrong chat. Uh, Connor just throwing the snowman all around Discord now. Uh. Anyway. Uh. What about? Yeah. I think I think then I guess back to the best Christmas movie. I think that uh, the Polar Express was really good. Oh, I did like the, I did like it. Yes, that one was really good. 
Also, you got to think mm-hmm. of some of like the old classics, such as uh, uh, 34th Miracle, uh, uh, thir- the, the Miracle on 34th Street. I told yeah, you. that's good. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is pretty good. It's a Wonderful Life. There's a Christmas story. There is a legendary Christmas story. official carbine action to wait, 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 wait. A legendary official Red Ryder 200 shot carbine action range model air rifle with a compass and this thing that tells time built right into the stock, baby. <laughs> oh, you got that. I still memorized. got it. Yeah. <laughs> still got i mean i was ralphie i i was in the play you know also netflix has a we just watched this one it's just called claws uh K-L-A-U-S. i almost didn't get the part because i wasn't blonde that's crazy oh that does suck um but yeah netflix released uh, a original christmas movie last year called claws and it was really good actually i don't i don't really think, i don't think best christmas movie but it was actually really really good uh, better than what i thought but no connor i think express i think best christmas movie I think it has to be The Grinch with Jim Carrey. The Grinch, the live action Grinch with Jim Carrey. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Do you not like that? Uh, Jim Carrey's okay. Okay. Okay, not a fan of Jim Carrey. Maybe not. He's a mind. vibe, man. Never mind. He's okay, not Jim Carrey. <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie. He's a good actor, but Jim Carrey's such a vibe. He's such a vibe. He is definitely a vibe. You gotta, you gotta like Jim Carrey to to enjoy the movie. And then, obviously, we haven't mentioned Elf. That's because I don't think it should be mentioned. Uh, not, a, not, <laughs> not the biggest fan of Elf. If I'm gonna be honest, I'm fine with that. I'm I guess it's kind of the that. same. It's kind of the same with Jim Carrey. Will Ferrell's definitely a vibe. Will, yeah, that's true. That is true. Peter Dinklage is in that in that one. He is, yeah. I do like Peter Dinklage. That's, but but he does not he does not make Elf the best movie. I I agree. He does not carry that movie. He's kind of a Connor, he's, he's a fun sucker. Now that, that we're just what? now that we're kind of trumped on this best Christmas movie thing, I think we gotta go back to the claymation. I think I think a year without Santa Claus. Because that's the one with uh, Mr. Heat Miser and Mr. Snow Miser, right? Yo, that one, that one's nice. That one's so good. That one is so good. I think it's that one. I think it has to be that one. It's kind of freaky, but like also it's cool. It, that song is so fun. <laughs> Dude, my dad was telling me about this. Do you know the song, um, I'm Dreaming of a White by, by, Christmas? By Bing Crosby, yeah. Did you know that that is a movie? Yeah, Holiday Inn, right? No, it's uh, a... Oh, no, uh, Holiday Inn's the one with silver bells. No, no, no. It is a... Uh, it's White Christmas. Oh yeah, it's I the see. Name it. I the see. Song. It now. Fifty-four, nineteen fifty-four. Um, my dad said that it was a uh, was a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good one. I may have actually seen this one. Oh, I've totally seen this one. This one is good. Yeah. Yes, that one comes to mind. Like White Christmas, and also Holiday Inn was another form. But I don't know if it's necessarily a Christmas movie because it goes through like a bunch of different holidays. Obviously. Hmm. Uh, but no, I think the year without a Santa Claus. Oh, something we haven't said anything about um, is the what you might call it 
the uh, Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That one's also Carol. good. But no, I'm kind of. Uh, I'm kind of sticking with. Well, which one though? There are a lot of different Christmas Carols. Yeah, there are actually. Mm -hmm. Probably. Uh, uh, I I know the book. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. There, is, book. there is the book, but kind of you don't sit. Down I actually and, really like that book. You don't sit down and read. What? Read. You don't sit down and read a book on Christmas Day with the whole family. I'm sorry, it just doesn't you don't. Happen. It just doesn't happen, Connor. <laughs> They're totally. Dude, there are a ton no. of Christmas books. Okay, yes, but not sit around the the, the camp the 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 fireplace and read them on Christmas Day. People would much rather watch a movie, and I think that movie is a year without Santa Claus. <sighs> what about that one? What about that one? God, what is that one? Oh. <laughs> First off, The Grinch is a book. The Grinch is a book. How yes. the Grinch Stole Christmas is a book. I know the that. The Polar Express is book. a book. I know this, Connor. Christmas Carol book. Connor, are you trying? Um, <laughs> what? I'm just trying to are, like. I know there are good Christmas books out there, but we're still... The Snowman, the one that we talked about earlier? Is a book. book. Yes, Connor, but we're trying to get the best Christmas movie. The best Christmas special... I, the best Christmas short uh, special is Charlie mm, Brown Christmas, but we need the best Christmas movie, Connor. What about the uh, the night... There's this one... Uh, God, See, now I'm only thinking about books. Here, I... You, uh, Year Without Santa Claus, I do think is the best Christmas movie overall. In terms of cameos by the Heat Miser and Snow Miser, those guys are awesome. And just the overall story was a lot of cool, cool, fun stuff. And the animation is also really cool. So that's the one I'm going to recommend. Connor, if you want to recommend a book, go ahead. Recommend your book right now. The best um, Christmas book. God, I remember the, 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 the title. Christmas um, book mouse. Mouse. Was there a mouse in it? If you give a mouse Night a cookie. Before... No, it's not that one. <laughs> Come on, Connor, you night, got this. Night before Christmas book. Uh, nope, nope, that's not it. Christmas, chill, children, Chris, Christmas. No, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't working. This isn't working. My Google powers aren't working. Connor, right you're really letting down the listeners. <laughs> Uh, Christmas. See, this is uh, this is like the ones that I already saw. Uh, little room, best one. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of just a general like book, regular kids book. <laughs> you probably maybe are. Just, you probably like, are. Kids, children's, children's book. Well, anyway, I think we kind of answered that question. We said, uh, "Yep, it was Good Night Moon." I was thinking of Good Connor, Night. Good Moon. Night Moon is not a it's not a Christmas book. <laughs> good Night Moon. A That's great, a little reassuring. It is a great book. But uh, anyway, yeah, I I think we kind of kind of answered it. Best Chris honestly, just watch Charlie Brown Christmas, and if you want more, then go to Die Hard, because uh, Charlie Brown is just the best Christmas experience visually. We'll put it that way. Now, Connor. It's yes. time. You can stop looking for Christmas books. We are going to move okay. on uh, to yes, something that on. to something that both you and I talked about just today. An idea of ours. 
It's it's our okay. it's the giving season, so we're going to be giving a little extra, uh, a little extra episodes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, let's do it. Connor and I will be doing uh, daily episodes as of today, the twentieth. Uh, starting today, we're going to do a daily episode until January first, New Year's Day. So I, th- plan. I think it's about 13 to 14 days of, of daily episodes, about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main reason why we're doing this is because we are bored. But <laughs> no, no, we're doing it for. Oh, we're the, giving the joy Christmas. Christmas. It's Christmas time. We're, yeah, that's why. It's oh, my gosh. I have so much stuff I need to do, but I am squeezing the recordings in every day just for all of you because I am in the Christmas giving spirit. Yes. Yes. There we go, Paul. There, yeah, yeah. That was a good. Oof! I almost, almost. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, don't let the listeners in too yeah. much. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. But yeah, so we're gonna be doing daily episodes. The only one that I can confirm that will be inside of that time span will be a review of the Mandalorian season two. One of the episodes will be about that. Other than that, though, I don't know what any of the other episodes are gonna be about. The ones released on Sunday, yeah. so obviously this one and the one that's going to be next Sunday and the one after that, those will be your regular episodes, longer length, Reddit question, would you rather, intro into intro music and so on, while the ones that are on the weekdays and Saturdays will be intro music, discussion, outro music. We're not going to do the Reddit question or the would you rather. We're not going to do all that extra stuff. It's just going to be a fun conversation that we'll have. Ooh. So you all can look forward to those starting tomorrow, I guess on monday the uh 21st i believe and yeah are you ready to just go into the uh to the would you rather would you we, rather yeah we talked a lot about a bunch of different stuff yes now, i am yes 100%. this is also this is also along the lines of christmas connor oh okay yeah it's christmas all the time here in opinion central Ooh. so yeah this this would you rather Listen to Christmas music for 14 hours on Christmas Day or watch six hours of Christmas movies on Christmas Day. Oh, the music. There's no question about that. Like, come on. No, no, I would not want to sit around and watch movies all day. For like, six hours. On. It's only for six hours. But for six hours? No, nah, it's fine. It's like, I can do other stuff while I'm watching movies. Okay, so I, I during whenever I was working at Disney World, I was working in Andy's room. Okay. It was a Buzz and Woody meet and greet. Okay. And I was and I was good old friends with Buzz that day. Um, and during Christmas time, we would listen in the not in the break room, but in like the the actual room. In Andy's room. In Andy's room, there was uh, Christmas music playing, just like generic Christmas music. Um, and it was fun. It was fun. I got to dance and like be all Christmassy with with kids and stuff it was playing and you know playing with toys and seeing like rex on the wall acting like a t-rex and uh <laughs> putting coins in and mr pig and porky pig yeah like it was always it was so much fun um you know and the christmas music was playing i'm gonna have to agree with you i liked it because i think i christmas music can be played in the background so i can still just do stuff while listening to christmas music for 14 hours on christmas day Exactly. Well, I, I, yeah, cr- watching Christmas movies for six hours really just kind of stops. It, it really slows down the momentum of Christmas Day 
It, it just kind of does. And, and I mean, you heard what we were talking about earlier. There's not a lot of, I mean, there are, but I wouldn't want to watch, I wouldn't want to watch that many Christmas movies. So I, I, I think just two hours of Christmas movies is enough for me. I, I, yeah. I, I could not see myself being able to sit through over two hours of Christmas movies. So it'd be rough, man. It would be rough. So yeah, I will also agree with you. I will wake up Christmas Day listening to Christmas music and go to bed listening to Christmas music. Good. It will As be, you should. It'll be a joyous, wonderful day. Anyway. Beautiful day. On that note, uh, we are going to end things here. Thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you all have a great week. We will. Well, I mean, we're going to see you tomorrow, so we'll be checking in. But thank you for listening. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Goodbye, y'all.